The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are here on a very special Care Partners Living Weekend with our wonderful Kelly Smith. And thank you so much for sponsoring today's show. We're so excited whenever you're here. Thank you. You know, one of the things I love about Care Partners is you guys have the largest floating Medicaid license in the state, which yes, is huge. You bet. And all of your communities really cater to seniors that, you know, you'll always take care of them throughout their lives, which is really a nice assurance. Um, but, you know, to get qualified for Medicaid, Kelly, <laughs> I know that that's the big misnomer. People don't understand that. And there's phrases in our community called, quote unquote, a spend down. Right. Um, I would love for us to take this first segment of the hour and talk about what is a spend down? You what bet. does that mean? Well, what that means is Medicaid will only, for an example, if you're a single person, mm-hmm. Medicaid will only allow you to keep $2,000 in the bank for emergencies mm-hmm. and any income that you have, et cetera, all that's going to be considered as part of your financial eligibility. Mm-hmm. First thing they look at is, is physically, uh, medically, Right. Do you qualify for the Medicaid program? People confuse Medicaid and Medicare. And Very Medi- different. Yeah. Medicare is <laughs> obviously it's your insurance over a certain mm-hmm. age, et cetera, et cetera. Medicaid pays for more like home care, mm-hmm. um, being in a uh, skilled nursing or memory care or assisted living. Right. They don't pay for independent living. You have to have a reason to be there. And what they're looking for are, do you need help with activities of daily living? So you'll hear people say ADLs, activities of daily living. You have to have, I think, three or four of those. I think it's three. And Mm -hmm. cooking and cleaning don't count. Nope. And um, so you have... But it has to do like... Uh, bathing. Bingo. Uh, you need bathing dressing, assist. Um, you know, helping with uh, toileting. Exactly. That kind of stuff. Daily living, the stuff that is, is not necessarily safe for you to do right. on your own. Uh, or you just can't do it because mm-hmm. of a physical limitation. Mobility issues. Exactly. Mobility issues is a big one because then you wind up with fall risk. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you've got $100,000 in the bank mm-hmm. and the state says you can only keep 2000 of that. So you've got to spend that down. Right. That's what right. a spend down is to qualify for Medicaid. You have to spend that money down. What people need to understand, though, is you have to spend it the way the state wants Want you, you to. to do so. <laughs> so you can't give it to your kids and then nope. qualify for Medicaid. They do a five year look back. So they're going to take a look at your accounts for the last five years. Yes, Did they you will. own a home? Did you have a large amount of money that you paid off somebody else's mm-hmm. bills with? Because that, mm-hmm. that can make you not qualify. Mm-hmm. That happened to me, by the way, yeah, with see, my mom. See, it happens. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you don't even realize it's that yeah. big of a deal. And sometimes yeah. things happen that are beyond our control. Right. Mom might have heard about that Arabian prince who needs some help with money. So he, she sent him a check because she's got some dementia. Mm-hmm. And you didn't find out about it until, you know, we've had, we got a problem. So, mm-hmm. But the spend down is basically that. Spending down that money for care. And mm-hmm. you can do it in an assisted living or memory care community. Say you look at the assets and what it's going to cost for mom's care, and you think, you know what? That money's going to run out in about two years. Mm -hmm. That would be a two-year spend down 
to get mm-hmm. you qualified financially mm-hmm. for Medicaid. Very good. And <clears throat> one of the things I think with a family member is when we talk about spend down is that's where I am a really strong proponent of sit down with an elder law attorney Bingo. and understand what does that mean. Like, for example, this is this is what could have happened that we wouldn't have been in the bad situation, which we learned after the fact. My, I was off work taking care of my mom, right? So I went a month without pay. My mother paid my bills for me because right. you're living paycheck to paycheck right? because she needed me to be there. Guess what? I had to pay that money back. It didn't matter that I was off because I was not, number one, a certified caregiver. I was not appointed by to be an official caregiver. And she paid me, you know, paid for these bills. Right. Now, what should have happened <clears throat> is there should have been a separate situation set up that there was a different type of vehicle that I could have gotten my bills paid as a quote-unquote caregiver, a temporary situation, but the paperwork was not in place to do that. But see, how many people even think about that, Suzanne? Exactly. Let's be honest. But that's ha- what but happens with families exactly. all the time. But wouldn't all of us do that? <clears throat> I would do that. Absolutely. If I was disabled and my brother came over to take care of me for I a month, you. I'd pay, pay him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let him not have his bills paid because he was helping me. So why are our parents any different? They're not. But what people don't understand is that the state can come in and say, well, you didn't get a guardian. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Correct. Well, who thinks of that mm-hmm. stuff? You don't. So an elder so law attorney. Meet with an elder law attorney. Understand it's the worth, parameters. It's worth the time and the money because <clears throat> at least then you're not going to make any mistakes. Right. And you've got somebody to back you up if you do. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, understanding to the parameters of being mindful of your parents' assets. Now, one of the things, you know, I'm going to go back and say, you know, there's difference between assets like... Um, a diamond ring, right. for example. Uh, the state yeah. is not going to take away a diamond ring <laughs> if you're on a spend Lord, down. Lord, no. <clears throat> They're not going to take if you have a um, silver bar or gold bars. Those are considered products. They're not assets. So this is financial um, understanding, things that you have that like money in the bank that they look at. And I just wanted to clarify that. You bet. I think because how, how many people... times do fa- families, you know, um, dad passes away or mm-hmm. mom passes mm-hmm. away. Dad's got dementia. The kids are going through her jewelry and things. And I really wish I could keep this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. You can. You sure can. Absolutely. Um, the state's not going to take away everything no. that meant anything to no. you and your family. But however... You don't get to give that house <laughs> right. to the brother that lived next door that took right. care of mom. Exactly. It doesn't work like that either. So. so we are talking again to Kelly Smith, who is the vice president of sales and marketing for Care Partners Living. And Kelly, you guys are amazing to help seniors in just taking care of them throughout their lives, um, you know, with your med- floating Medicaid license. Thank Tell you. us a little bit about where your communities are located. Well, we're anywhere from Marysville down to Lacey. We got a brand new baby down there in Renton. I know. Um, it's gorgeous oh, from I'm what I can over see. Over the moon. Stop in <clears throat> if you're down there and uh, in, in Renton. See the cottages of Renton. Hop in and say hi to Amy and Jennifer. They're doing an amazing job. And care partners, you know, the thing that's everybody talks about, even Daphne and last week was talking about your amazing concept with the cottages and with for memory care, those with Alzheimer's. And, you know, that's a big issue with people with Alzheimer's because expanded care, your assets are going to run out quicker. How do you expect families to financially (laughs) be able to sustain this? Think about it. 
uh, average memory care cost is anywhere it's between outrageous. you know six and nine thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. depending on the care level, mm-hmm. and depending on where you live. I, I, was I talked to say higher. Yeah, I talked <laughs> to a really cases. good a good friend of mine who works <clears> at the <throat> Alzheimer's Association yesterday, and mm-hmm. she was saying that care for her grandparents was twelve thousand. Exactly, and my I'm mom's like, was ten, almost ten. Well, think about that. That's one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. That's a lot of. That's money. a lot of money. And okay, good. So you do that. You do that for a few years, and then what? Exactly, exactly. So that therein lies the wonderful service that Care Partners Living is, and you know certainly we want to talk about you know. So as you're spending down right. your resources. As a caregiver, one of the things that I always recommend, um, especially be- to keep things clean, is I always say if you're caregiving a senior loved one <laughs> and you're in the middle of a care spend down, you need to keep very solid records you for bet. every dime you spend out of that account. And so, and you know, just being held accountable because in many cases, there's going to be some questions in trying to qu- qualify your loved one for Medicaid. And that's some things that I always recommend. Number one, get a separate caregiving account. Amen. But there's another reason for that, too, that people don't realize. Yes. Yes. It also holds everybody accountable. Yes. You got that one crazy relative that comes back later and goes, you spent all mom's money. Well, no, no, we didn't. Here Here it is. but you, but there's another reason. When you go to apply for Medicaid, mom only has five hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month, mm-hmm. and you've been spending three hundred a month on her medications. Correct. You need to be able to show the state that so that they don't ding you guys for that when it comes down to her participation mm-hmm. in the Medicaid program or the every other, month. The other situation that happens, little day to day things, a mom needs new 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 clothes. And you go to Nordstrom and you spend $500 for mom or dad on, you know, new clothes and you come home and they write you a check for $500. You better have that receipt available. That's why the caregiving account, I, in my opinion, is the best way to do that. It is. Because it's all in one place. Exactly. So you can just set up a separate check-in account that has that record and then you keep all the receipts in an envelope. And to me... That is the best way to handle that, especially when you know that your parents' assets aren't going to last more than, you know, a couple of years. Exactly. Well, the other thing, too, to keep in mind with folks is that, it, yeah, the separate account is good. And if you're really worried about it, if you have a, a feuding family, mm-hmm. get a guardianship. Yes. Get a payee service. Those Love people that. exist, too. They're not horribly expensive. Um, and they can also keep things very clean because now you've got someone else that's paying the bills, that's mm-hmm. taking care of things that they they can be accountable for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Well, I I can't can't agree with you more on you know just this whole piece. And I will tell you, it's not easy to qualify your loved one. So <clears throat> do yourself a favor up front. Take the time to just save the receipts to make sure that you have all your documentation in order. And if you're, you know, handling things in a caregiving situation, um, <clears throat> you know, make sure that you have, you, you know, keep those records. And if you're not good with money or if you need, you know, oversight, the great thing about having a separate account is you can use online banking really easy with somebody that can help coach you. Um, you know, maybe you have another relative that is is involved in this situation that says, okay, we have... 5000 a month to spend and mom's care is going to cost right now 3000 a month that's low but let's just say that's it now we're going to look at okay how do we best 
negotiate the rest and have you know bring in a teammate that can help you and that way it also keeps your own separate finances separate completely different we've all made mistakes every single one of us who's ever cared for Mm -hmm. somebody we love has made horrible mistakes yes we have i used to let my grandfather gamble (laughs) because it was his favorite thing in the whole world so thousand dollars a week and he blew through it and i didn't care there you go because it was his money and my idea was when he died there shouldn't have been any left yeah However, you got to be smart about it. Yep. Thank you so much, Kelly. And Kelly will be back right after this, everyone. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.